0: Yeah, 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 yeah. We are back. We are back everybody. Welcome back to What is this? Episode 52. The episode 52, the 1 year anniversary show. Oh my god, can you believe it, guys? Can you believe that we made it 1 year together? This might be The most consistent thing I've ever done, 52 episodes in a row, not ever missing a week. I'm sure some of you are like, hey, I wish he would skip a week. I wish he would prepare more for an episode. Hey, Dylan, take a week off, maybe write a little bit instead of just riffing for 30 minutes in our ears. So, But you know what? That's not how we do it here at the Dylan Krasinski Show out every single monday on spotify, apple podcasts, full videos on youtube, clips on instagram and tiktok. Uh that's not how we do it here. We 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 are off the cuff baby. We are loose and goose. Is that now loosey Goosey? We I was trying to think of something else. Um as I said, off the cuff, dude. No pre-planning here, baby. Um, But I seriously do thank if you guys are listening, I know some of you listen every week, 52 episodes, one year of this show. Um, I'm pretty happy about it. I'm pretty happy about it. Have I gotten better since the first episode? Have I gotten worse? I don't know. I think it has gotten better. I think it's gotten. um, I enjoy doing it. And you know what? You guys enjoy listening to it. Otherwise, you couldn't, wouldn't keep listening. So I appreciate that very much. A heartfelt thank you for staying with me on this journey. Will I change it up in the next year? I don't know. I don't know. I do, I do have a segment. I have a new segment that I'm bringing to you guys today. Will it continue next week? Who knows? Who knows? But I, I like the idea. I thought of it today, and I'm going to try it out. But we'll get to that later in the episode. Before we get into it, As always, rate, review, subscribe. Um, Follow me on Instagram, at Dylan Krasinski. Subscribe to the YouTube. I post everything there. The clips on YouTube, uh, Instagram, and TikTok. And uh, you'll never miss an episode. All right? Also, again, I'm going to keep mentioning it. I'm going to keep talking about it. Sea Otter Town Hall is out every Wednesday. It's out every Wednesday. The uh, last week's episode was Chris Kinback, a comedian from New York. The clips are up. Um, go listen, subscribe to that. I do it with my buddy Mike Kerrigan, and we bring comics on. We bring people that we like, not only comedians, but people we think are interesting, funny, who have stories to tell. We tell a lot of stories, mostly about homeless people on the train and getting drunk and doing stupid stuff. So, you know, that that's kind of our vibe. That's what we like to do. So if that's right up your alley, give it a listen. Um, This week's guest coming up, I have no idea. As I'm telling you to listen and subscribe, a uh, little peek behind the curtain, I am, if, if you're listening to this today on Monday, it was recorded a week and a half ago. I am currently either waiting at the airport or on a plane from Aruba back to the United States. So that's when this episode is airing. I'm, I'm literally recording it, though, a week and a half ago, 10 days ago, The night before I fly out to Aruba. So uh, a little bit back and we don't have an episode for Wednesday. So today's Monday in the future, the 14th. Technically, a Sea Otter Town Hall episode should be coming out on Wednesday, the 16th. But we don't have one recorded yet. So I'm hoping that when I get back to New York, we'll record one on Tuesday and put it out on Wednesday. But that's why I can't tell you who the guest is going to be, because I have no idea. It might just be me and Mike. It might just be me by myself. You might just get an extra episode of The Dylan Krasinski Show. I haven't decided yet. So stay with me. Subscribe to both. And thank you for listening. Let's get into it, baby. Let's get into the episode. Um, All right. So first of all, this is fun. This is going to be, you're listening. We're going back. We're going back 10 days now. So if you're listening to this on Monday when it comes out, just think, 10 days ago, Dylan was sitting in his room recording this podcast the night before he left to go to Aruba. Uh, He's sitting there, and listen, I'm meeting my family tomorrow at the airport, going to JFK, very excited for this trip. What I'm not excited for is an early flight. You know what I always do? My mom booked these tickets. She she booked them all so that we all could sit together. We're all on the same flight, right? Making it easy, okay? I'm very excited. But whenever this happens, she talked. She called me like months ago while she was booking. and was like, hey, do you care what time we leave? And, of course, I was like, no, I don't care. That's No problem. Early, late, whatever. She's like, okay, I'm going to book like an early morning flight. Are you sure you're good with that? And three months ago, Dylan was like, yeah. I'll I'll be ready. I can get plenty of sleep between now and three months from now, and now it's the night before, and our flight tomorrow is at 6.30 a.m. It's at 6.30 a.m., and I hate that, okay? I don't like that because 6.30 a.m. means that I have to get to the airport. It's technically an international flight. They say two hours early. Technically, that means I have to be there at, like, 4.00. 45, 5 a.m. at the latest, right? An hour and a half early, an hour and 45 minutes early, okay? So that's already an issue. So five, 4.45, 5 a.m., I live about 30 minutes away. That means I have to leave my house and get an Uber at 4.30 in the morning, meaning I got to be up at like 4, right, to like get ready. My bag's already packed to kind of like jump in the shower, wake up a little bit, and then go to the airport. So we're looking at a 4 a.m. wake-up time. On a Saturday morning. Okay. And I know you're like, oh, Dylan, oh, what a piece of shit complaining before he goes on vacation. I get it. I get it. But me on a regular night without even trying, I stay up until like one or two AM. And I usually my sleep schedule now is I go like one, two AM and then I'm up at like 8 39. Right? So that's that's my sleep schedule. So now I got to be up at four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, five hours earlier than when I typically wake up with an alarm clock. Okay. So that's already set me up for failure. Now, given this, I've made a decision. Given the fact that I, without trying, like last night I got home at like midnight, I had a couple glasses of wine with a buddy after a show, and I was like, eh. Ah, I had something to eat, and I threw on a movie. I watched an entire movie, The Snowman with Michael Fassbender. Very good. Very good film. I enjoyed it a lot. Without even trying, I watched the whole thing, and all of a sudden, it's like 2 a.m., and I was like, oh, I guess I should go to bed. So that's without even trying. So I was like, why don't I just stay up until 4 a.m. and take an Uber? I think that's very easy to do. So that's what I'm going to do. Because I know what will happen if I don't. What am I? I'm all packed. It's technically, right now it's 8 p.m. the night before I leave. I know what would happen if I don't go out. I'm just going to sit here, watch a movie or two, probably, work on some stuff. And then I'm going to, like, go to bed, try to go to bed at, like, midnight. And then I won't be able to fall asleep until, like, probably... Legitimately, two thirty three a.m. But also the night before a flight, my brain's gonna be moving. I'm not gonna fall asleep until like three 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 thirty probably, and then I'm gonna be waking up in a panic. One of those like uh, when the alarm goes off and you think you're being murdered and you're like, is someone in the house uh, at like four a.m. And I'm gonna have to get out of bed. Are you like no? I'm not doing it. I'll stay up till four, get to the airport. And then sleep in the airport or slash on the plane like that is my plan. That's what I'm going to do. I don't like doing that, but that's what I'm doing. It's going to throw off my whole thing. We're going to land tomorrow at noon and I'm just going to be like, whatever. I'm just going to have to stay up. I did that when I flew to L.A. I did that as well. Um, I did that when when else did I do that? I flew somewhere from Boston once. Oh, I think. Yo, legit, the last time I went to Aruba was like three years ago. The only time I went to Aruba other than this. Again, I met my family, but I took the flight by myself. Super early flight. Super early. And I stayed up all night. We had a, we had a hideout show, a comedy show uh, in Boston. So we recorded. I did the show. And then I didn't drink that night. And I, I had my freaking, I didn't have my bags. They were back in my apartment. And I stayed out till like 2 a.m., and this is when I was like, also that day I worked a full day on Friday, full day. So I was up at like six. It was very tough to do this. But I was up at like six in the morning, seven in the morning, worked a full day, did a hideout night, full night of comedy, went out, hung out with people at like, until like 2 a.m., got home, dude, drove home because I wasn't drinking, drove home, parked my car, and then legit, like I sat on the couch for a second, fell asleep for like an hour. And I woke up and I was like, holy shit, I thought I missed it. I thought I missed everything, took a shower, made the flight. So that's what I'm going to do. I have a much different sleep schedule now, so, like, I think this will be easy fucking pie, baby. A couple weeks ago, I was out at a bar with some friends. Uh, it was for a buddy of mine who was on a late-night show. He had a set on a late-night show. He had a, um, a uh, like, when that happens here, they do like a viewing, which is very cool. So like he has this uh, late night set premiere on the tonight show. And we all went to the bar and watched it and they play it at like 1130. Great time. We're all drinking. We're having a blast. And it was one of those New York City nights. I didn't realize what it it is. All of a sudden I look down, I look at my phone. It's four in the morning. It's literally 4 a.m. And I'm at the bar still. That was a night I got home. I went to bed at like five, five thirty and then i slept till like 3 p.m. i was like wow what am i doing so very different sleep schedule ready for it and um stay tuned stay tuned if you want to follow in real time well you'll know <laughs> this is 10 days later now that it's coming out i recorded this 10 days ago so uh yeah did i make the flight you know you guys will find out i think i'm going to put out uh i'm going to i'm bringing a microphone to aruba so i'm going to do one episode like just I'm probably smoking a cigar and having some Mai Tais and really just chat to you guys on the balcony. Um, all right. So, yeah. So, I got a couple things I want to talk about, and uh, we'll get out of here, baby. We'll get out of here. Um, one, first thing, and uh, then I won't talk about it too long, but I just finally watched the new Fast and Furious movie. I know. It's shocking, right? The amount I talk about Fast and Furious on this show and on this channel, the fact that it's taken me this long to watch Fast 9 or Furious 9, whatever it's called, Fast and Furious 9, it just came out on HBO like today or yesterday. I watched it. I love the Fast and the Furious. You guys know this. If you ever listen to any of the podcasts, you know I love Fast and the Furious franchise. You know I love those movies. But they are getting so ridiculous. Like this one, literally, I'm watching it. Some of the storylines, not even like, hey, they're in space and like blowing up satellites. Like, sure, I get it. Things are getting more extreme. But like the way that they kill off characters and then just bring them back, you can tell in the dialogue and the actors performances that they don't even believe it. Like they're literally delivering lines like uh, Han Han's character comes back. He's just like alive and he walks into the room and like people are like not even surprised to see them to like see him they're like you're alive that's crazy welcome back and the whole movie i'm sitting there being like that's absurd the fact that john cena is vin diesel's long lost brother we're talking about literally the guy who who family and driving fast are the two things that matter to him that's it and it took nine movies to mention the fact that this guy's got a brother that they just don't talk to Unbelievable, not believable, right? So I'm watching it the whole time. I'm criticizing it. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, this is ridiculous. And then I still, I loved it. The action sequences, really good. Am I going to watch Fast 10 in the theaters? Probably. It's going to be the last movie. I'll probably do an entire marathon. I'll watch all nine and then go watch 10 in the theaters. Okay. I'll definitely do that for you guys. That'll be a Dylan Krasinski whole, probably three episodes to recap all that. Um, so yeah, I'm watching it and still as much as I'm making fun of it and and like ridiculing it, I still had a little bit of a of a of a tear up at the end because Paul Walker is not in it obviously, but I'm glad they don't try to like CGI him and bring him back or put him in. But there's a moment at the end where they kind of pay tribute to him and they like imply that he's he's coming. And uh yeah, it it definitely I was choked up a little bit. I was like, ugh. Oh, got me. You got me. Fast and the Furious. They pull you right, right back in, right back in, baby. It's a it was a great scene. They're eating. If you don't know, Fast and the Furious movies, they always end at some type of barbecue in a backyard. That's how they all end. So they're at the barbecue. Uh, Mia comes in and they're about to eat dinner. They're about to have their barbecue, whatever. And then Dom Toretto's like, wait, There's one empty chair and Mia's like, oh, he's on his way. I'm getting like a chills talking about it now. It's so corny. (laughs) I'm getting chills though, dude. And he's like, Mia's like, oh, he's on his way. And then you hear a car like revving up really quick and like through the neighborhood. And then they cut to his like old blue car, like zipping up the the road and pulling into the driveway. And you're like, didn't know you could do it to me still. Uh, it really pulling on your heartstrings, baby pulling on them. But yeah, it is. Uh, it's bad, but good, obviously bad, but good. Um, so, yeah, that that's what I just literally just watched. And uh, I wanted to talk about that with you because it was good. It was good. All right. Um, so the next thing I want to talk about, this is the segment, baby. This is the segment that I wanted to talk to you guys about. I wanted to run it by you. We're gonna call it the favorite follow of the week. That is what I'm calling it right now. And it's gonna be the best person or my favorite person that I found on TikTok or or Instagram that I'm just like, this person is great. I'm enjoying their content. And I'm gonna give them a little bit of, it gives me someone to talk to, and it gives i a little promotion. You know, you guys are a small but mighty group, a very mighty group. Um, some of these people that I follow have millions of followers, so they don't really need me promoting them. But you know what? I'll give you my recommendation. If I think it's worth it to follow them, if it's up your alley, give them a go, give them a follow. So welcome to the first time officially doing the segment of favorite. Follower of the week at the Dylan Krasinski Show. Sponsored by Old Spice. All right. Uh, so the uh, favorite follower of the week this week is at the Joey Swole. All one word. S-W-O-L-L on TikTok. Joey Swoll is, if you couldn't tell, uh, a gym influencer by the name Swoll, And he is fucking great dude. He is great. There is an unfortunate trend on social media where people for clout go to the gym and then they record themselves or even worse, they'll outwardly record someone at the gym who's either like doing something weird or bizarre or unsafe. And instead of like going up to them, because obviously they're a beginner and they're new or they don't really know what they're doing and saying like, hey, um, can I, you know, uh, help you out? In some way or like just ignoring, you know, mind your own fucking business. There is a trend now of like for clout taking videos of these people and posting them publicly shaming them on the Internet. OK, so the other one is like when people um, are, you know, taking videos of themselves working out and they catch someone like walking through the back of their video doing something weird. Um, There are some times where like some people are like working out and someone will come over and like be an asshole to them and they're caught on camera. This does not apply to that. This is not the same as that. Okay, this is like and it's it's guys mostly guys. I feel like will post. um like, uh, people doing workouts inappropriately or being like, Oh, what the fuck is this guy doing? And then, um, women mostly will post videos. This is most of the women's videos that I see of this are not necessarily making fun of people for doing workouts incorrectly. There are some of those, but usually it's uh, a woman who is, you know, very attractive and she's posting a video of herself doing a workout and then like, some guy walks through the back of the video and checks her out, like clearly checks her out. And then she'll post that video and being like, look at this fucking creep staring at me at the gym. And it's like, all right, dude, we're fucking shaming people for looking at people in public now. What's going on? Um, so this guy, Joey Swole, the Joey Swole on TikTok, um, he he finds these videos and he is a gym. Instagram uh, influencer. Uh, workout guy, he's in great shape and he's very positive. He's a very positive guy. He's all about positive gym culture, not negative gym culture. So he takes these videos and he'll do it and it'll be like someone ripping on someone or making fun of someone or calling out someone for what they think is uh, you know, not appropriate behavior, whatever. And if he thinks it's BS, he'll post a video and then he'll be like, "Hey, so this is actually what they're doing here is actually um, the right exercise. And it's like, you know, this is something that this bodybuilder does. And that's and he totally like dismantles the video, but not even in like a, hey, I'm a dick and uh, you're a piece of shit. He'll just be like, hey, so, you know, instead of like making fun of this person, videoing them and like, you know, you clearly have experience at the gym instead of walking over and helping someone grow and become a better person. You decided to take a video and shame them on the internet. Be better, man. Just be a better person. Like, don't do that. We got to be better at the gym and a, a, and form a better culture. And he's so positive that I fucking love him, dude. It's so great. And all the videos, usually what happens is when he calls these people out and he's like, Hey, be better at this, like be a better person. <laughs> Most of the time people delete the video immediately or they delete their whole account, which granted is that bullying in itself. Not, I don't think intentionally, but it definitely has the same outcome and the same like fucking, you know, thing of effective bullying, I guess. Not not a huge like, you know, internet bullying is fucking crazy, dude. It can ruin someone's life. But I saw one today where it was literally a guy who was working out on a machine next to another woman. And she posted this video of herself doing squats. And, like, she dropped, like, the weight down. and it made a crash. And he just, like, looked over at her and then looked back at his machine and, like, kept working out. And she posted this video being, like, essentially being, like, oh, what a creep looking at me as I'm doing squats. <laughs> and he he responded. The, the guy, jo- Joey Swollen, was, like, yeah, I, I he did nothing wrong. Like, you dropped the weights and he's, like, three feet from you and looked over. And he just, like. Unfortunately, she did delete her whole account. <laughs> I looked through the comments and that's exactly what happened. These videos get like millions of views. Um, but yeah, so that's the favorite follow of the week. Go check him out. His videos are fun. They're educational. They're informative and they're positive, dude. They are positive. So go give it a follow. Go give him a follow. Go check him out. And uh, yeah, favorite follow of the week at the Joey, Joey Swall, S-W-O-L-L. All right. I think that was successful. How how was that segment, dude? This is the first time the Dylan Krasinski show has had a segment. I'm kind of into it. I'm kind of into it. I like it, dude. I like it a lot. Um, okay, a couple other things I wrote down. I gotta stop falling in love with people on social media, especially on TikTok and Instagram, after they post one photo or one video of themselves, and I immediately fall in love with them. And I'm like, whew. Why are they so adorable or why I feel like I know them after one video. And I'm like, this is bullshit because I'm not even posting real stuff of myself on the internet. It's all manufactured and curated to present this image that I want everybody else to see. So why wouldn't all these other people be doing that? That's just one side thought that I had. Um, But it is funny, dude. And I know I'm not the only person. I know I'm not the only one. Someone will post like an adora, like a video of themselves just doing something normal. And you're like, oh my God, this person is not only attractive, but they have a great personality. I think I'm in love. It's the same way as, like, people falling in love with actors and actresses because of some role or character that they play. It's like, that's not even them, dude. They're just playing a role. Um, but, yeah, okay. That's all I want to say about that. Also, one other quick thought. Totally unrelated. I'm getting a little tired of celebrities and companies whenever a tragedy happens, using the tragedy to kind of promote themselves and be like, hey, we're fundraising for this tragedy, Uh, you know, donate and we will match. They do this thing, they go, we will match all donations. And then they go up to a certain amount, right? One, why don't you just donate? Why? You guys have millions of dollars. I get that you want, you know, hey, we're, we're matching all donations up to $1 million. Why don't you just donate $2 million? OK, I saw one with, uh, you know, Uber. Uber was like, hey, ride with us and donate money and we'll match all donations up to a million dollars. You know what, Uber? You already charge way too much money instead of taking a million dollars from your riders and then matching it with a donation. Just donate two million and shut up about it. Donate two million and don't say anything. OK, I also like the when they go up to. So that means if they only get like five hundred thousand, they're just not going to donate the million. Also, if they got like 10 million, they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You guys were way more generous than we thought and uh, we're going to only donate up to 1 million. So you guys donated 10, we're going to donate one. Also, do donations from, this is, okay, this is my brain going in a companies are sleazy and they're just all about profits way, but a company like Uber or celebrities who are collecting money, from people as a donation does it then come into them as like income that then they give out as a donation so like if uber donates a million dollars of their profits whatever that's a million dollars that is deductible because it's income but it's not it's deductible like a million bucks oh it's nothing right do that can they donate can they deduct two million if the donations are made to Uber and then Uber is like, Hey, we'll take them in and then donate them out. I don't know. But anyway, that was just something that I thought of uh, cause you're seeing it uh, right now a lot with these companies and these celebrities with Ukraine and they're like, Hey, donate to new Ukraine. Um, And it's like, Hey man, why don't you just donate double the amount instead of fucking begging us to do it? Like we're going to do it. People are donating, but like, for these celebrities and these companies going around and being like, "Hey, we're we're upping our profiles and we're looking like great people." And uh it's like, "Yeah, just donate. Donate it all yourself, dude." You can put the link out, but like this whole like, "Hey, if you donate, we'll donate." It's just do it. Be like, "Hey, we donated a million dollars, and we'd love if you guys would donate also." That's all I wanted to say, and we're moving on. All right. I got uh like one or two more things, and then we're going to get out of here. So, okay. So, a listener. This last this last piece is someone who is a listener of the pod hit me with a uh, message earlier today. And she was like, hey, I'd love to know. I'd love to hear you talk about uh, red flags with dating. What are some dating red flags that guys uh, look out for? And it made me think of, um, I was like, oh, this would be a great, great, topic to talk about. So I thought about it. I was like, let me look up some stuff. Like, what are some, um, you know, red flags that like women find in men? What are some that men find in women? And then I was like, okay, a lot of these are like way not light. Uh, they're all like serious and like very, you know, uh, going into the area of like domestic abuse. And I'm like, Meh, I don't want to talk about that. So I was like, let's find funny ones. Let's find funny um, red flags that are, uh, less serious, more light that are also kind of ridiculous. Uh, so that's what I did. That is what I did. I found a bunch of, um, on Reddit on the, I, (laughs) this is embarrassing, but it's on the call her daddy subreddit, uh, reddit r slash call her daddy. So that call her daddy podcast, which, uh, whatever, but that's the, the Reddit page where they had the most people sharing their funny, um, red flags so we're gonna read some we're gonna go through them and see which ones uh are funny which ones I agree with which ones I don't and um yeah I also came up with my own uh dating red flags kind of off the top of my head I wrote a list down uh because I was like yeah what are some red flags that that if someone does and not only not like red flags like they're obviously serious like if someone um is like obsessed with you after one date or love bombing. They are like kind of can be, that's what they're called, red flags to be like, hey, this is going to be a problem later in their relationship. This person is manipulative or jealous or abusive or whatever. Um, these are more light ones. So the ones I came up with, which are more, and again, these are not, I'm not speaking for all men, not speaking for all women. I'm just saying that from personal experience, if someone were to do this on a date, I would be like, "Oh, I'm losing interest. I'm not not necessarily like a red red flag, right? For lack of a better term, but like, hey, I'm I'm not that into you anymore. Some more serious than others, some more hard and fast than others. So uh, this is my, I came up with like seven of them, and then we'll go into the funny ones. So these are my. Red flags from my experience on dating apps and dating going on dates. One, if someone is on their phone constantly, if it's a first date, and I get it, checking your phone, but like keeping a phone in the bag, putting it on face down, if someone's phone is like sitting up, or they're like looking at it constantly while you're talking, texting at the table. This has not happened a lot with me because I have a great converse I'm a great conversationalist, I have a great personality, I have a lot of fun uh getting to know people on dates. So, you know, it doesn't happen a lot to me, but if someone does that where they're just like Sorry, I could feel my hair like falling into my eyes and and shit and I was like, "We need to stop this." So if someone is doing that on a first date where they're checking their phone constantly at the table, it it makes you feel like they don't give a shit, like they don't want to be there, like they have some place better to be. So it's not, it makes me lose interest. Also, as anybody who goes on a lot of dates knows, you check your phone when you go to the bathroom, okay? You bring your phone to the bathroom and you look through it quick. And then you get to check it again when they go to the bathroom. So like you're kind of checking your phone twice an hour as is either way. So there's no excuse. I put it face down on the table, push it away, or even better, put it in your bag. That is just out of uh, my own personal uh, um, stuff, my own personal experience. Like, yeah, I'm not into that. I, I kind of find that unattractive. Uh, again, another one. I don't have a ton of personal experience with this, but someone who is rude to a bartender and or the waitstaff. Immediate turnoff, dude. Immediate turnoff. Be respectful to these people. They're working hard for you, baby. The one exception to this is if someone is outwardly, like if they're not busy and, um, and and still, I would never say encourage you to be rude to someone who's working a shit job and you don't know what's going on in their lives and whatever, um, but... Uh, the excuse, I will say, the one caveat to this is never be rude to the waitstaff, bartender, etc. The one caveat, I'll say, if it's a really horrible experience, almost fucking noticeable, and the two of you can joke about it privately, and that's a bonding experience, that is the only caveat to that rule. That is a turn on. Any other type of outwardly rude behavior, turn off, baby. Get it out of here. Red flag. Uh, next, If her entire personality is something, like, very unoriginal um, or boring, for example, if her whole personality is, like, living in New York and she's not from here, or her entire personality, if you live in Boston, is, like, going out in Southie, if that's her whole entire personality, that is boring. That is unoriginal, and they are probably going to be boring and unoriginal as people. So look out for that early. Um if, oh, this is a good one, okay, if someone is uh, too much of a drinker, listen, I love to drink, but if someone drinks really hard and, like, can't handle their booze within, like, the first one, two, three dates, that's not great, that's not good, and it's different, like, if someone gets too drunk and it's, like, they get sick or something and it's, like, hey, I'm fine, like, I'll give that a pass, whatever, but if, like, you go out with someone twice, three times, and they're that type of drunk that's, like, Oh, you, you just get wasted like this all the time. Every time you drink, like you're probably an alcoholic. Uh, and then it's just like, that's, that's fun in the beginning. That's going to be cute in the beginning. You know, when they're just like, you're boozing it up, you're drinking, you're out all night. Oh, we're at two in two in the morning. This is great. We're having such a fun time, you know, at the bar, making out in the bar. Oh, this is great. This is awesome. But that's going to get tiring when someone's just like, Hey, let's go drink for six hours. And they just, you drink like 10 drinks freaking every time you hang out with this person, not good. I don't like it. I don't love it. And I like to drink. I like to drink. So for someone to drink so much that it's, it's like a turnoff to me, that's not good. You got to look out for that. Um, okay. Uh, okay. This is a personal one. This is a personal one. Listen, I understand this. I, if I invite you out on a date or if I go on a date with you, I'm always going to pay. The first date. I'm always gonna. I'm always gonna be like, no, no, no. I got it. I invited you out. I understand that. I do like a reach. I like someone who who kind of pre- even if it's pretend. We're doing a dance, dude. We're doing a dance, and they kind of go in their wallet or like reach down and like, do hey, you want to split it or do you want me to get? And I'll be absolutely not. No, i I I invited you, but thank you for offering. I like a little bit of a reach. I like a little. It it's you know what it is. It shows that you're considerate. It shows that you're you're uh, you know. You think of other people. If, have you ever gone out with someone? I've gone out with people. I went out with someone um, fairly, uh, I would say, within the last five years. <laughs> to leave it too, uh, to not make it too specific, to leave it fairly broad, um, who we went out like six times, and not only did this person never offer to pay for anything, not even like, hey, we were, we're like, you want to get a coffee never like hey we go to three bars on the same night get the drinks at one on our third date like you can't get around like never offered ever ever and I realized I was like not only that but always would pick these wicked expenses like wicked expensive places and I was like that's a turnoff it feels like you are You. it feels like you're being taken advantage of like it, this is a very you know That's out of personal experience. And granted, I always am happy to pay. I always think I'm going to pay. Like that's in my mindset. I'm always going to be the one to do it. But I like an offer. Be considerate, you know. So that is a little bit of a turnoff as well. Um, (laughs) this uh, 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 This is a fun one. I think, okay, this is out of personal experience. It's happened to me like twice. If you go out with someone and they have a local bar where the bartender knows their name, Uh, And they're like, they love me there. They don't love you there. I can tell you that. I've gone out with two people who had like, this is my local bar and the bartender loves me. And both times I've gone, I was like, oh, this bartender does not love you. And this is like not a great place to be. And both times I was like, this sucks being here. Um, And then lastly, um, just not being fun. I get if you you're not going to get along with everybody, you're not going to vibe with everybody. But if I like come up with like a game or a bit or like joking around and you either like don't get it or you're just like, mm, "I'm not doing that." Just be silly. Go with the flow. Have fun, baby. That's all meeting people is about. So, that's yeah, my other my other red flag turnoff um all right. I was going to go through the the other um the other ones. Maybe I'll do that on the next episode. But yeah, we're already at 35 minutes. Um, I mean, I looked through this list a little bit, and some of the ridiculous ones are like, <laughs> his favorite movie is The Wolf of Wall Street. That's funny. That's funny. Um, if they, they, some are ridiculous. If his name starts with J, and then one of the comments is like, what about Jesus? And then the reply is like, yeah, he's good. <laughs> Car problems. Uh, doesn't have a driver's license. Favorite restaurant is Texas Roadhouse. I feel like these are just like, not red flags, but just like poor people. Like people in lo- like, let's see, uh, females who own reptiles, men who own ferrets. That's actually, that's not, not on there, but that's one. If you own a ferret as a guy, like what the fuck is happening? Uh, this one says, I ask every guy I've dated if they've ever exper- experimented with guys. The reaction tells me, one, if he's homophobic, two, if he's immature, three, if he's secure and confident with his sexuality. Nice. I'm a book nerd, so my book-related ones, if his favorite author is Hemingway, he does not read. <laughs> uh, um, bah, 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 bah. Yeah, okay. Well, there are some funny ones in here. Uh, maybe I'll go through it. Go through it. Uh. Men with two first names. The only thing I was about to say Alex Jones, but Jones isn't really a first name. Alex James. um, They like golf like everybody likes golf, dude. Have you met a guy? I would say 50% of guys like golf. Um, If they don't own a calendar, who the fuck owns a calendar? This is 2022. It's it's called your phone, dude. What do you also have like an analog clock? That you carry around or keep in your apartment? No. Uh, if they don't like Cheesecake Factory. That's funny because up above, there was one that said, if they like Cheesecake Factory. So that just goes to show, guys, dating is so, like, people are not the same. It's so subjective. Like, this one person thinks, yeah. The, she goes, if you don't like Cheesecake Factory, the menu's so fucking big, if you can't find something, you have a problem. And then literally up there, it was like, If they like Cheesecake Factory. (laughs) So, you know, you can't please them all, baby. You can't please them all. Very subjective. All right. We're at 38 minutes. That's the longest episode I think I've ever done. So we're going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it there. Guys, uh, thank you for listening. The one-year anniversary episode, episode 52. Thank you for being here. Dylan Krasinski show is out every Monday. You might get a second one. You might get a second one this week on Wednesday. I'll let you know. I'll keep you updated. And until then... We'll see you later, baby. Good night.